Hi, besties. Welcome back to Trying to Care. If you're new here, hello. My name is Ashley. Thank you so much for clicking on this episode and hanging out with me today. Trying Not to Care is basically my not so personal diary. I also like to refer to Trying Not to Care as mine and your therapy, just a way to get my thoughts out there, connect with all of you, and have you feel heard and understood. Today's episode comes from a place of me reflecting and examining my own behavior, especially in the past. Up until recently, like up until like last year, I reeked of desperation. Desperation basically is when you have no hope for an outcome to go the way that you want it to and you'll literally do anything and everything to change that outcome. I have acted out of desperation in so many different areas of my life, whether it be in friendships, relationships, even jobs. And when you're in the position of, I am so desperate for this thing to work out the way that I want it to, you only have tunnel vision on making it work. And you don't even realize that what you're doing is making the situation worse. I look back at times where I acted out of desperation and I'm like, dude, just chill out. Like if I just chilled out and let things happen the way they were supposed to happen, the outcome probably would have ended up being better than it was. I was the one hurting myself in the situation. Obviously, other people hurt me as well, but I was making a shitty situation worse. So today we're going to talk about all of that, talk about being desperate and why you need to stop being desperate again This is coming from a place of self-reflection. So when you hear me say, stop being desperate, I'm not trying to be rude or make it seem like I'm above you or that I've never been desperate because I definitely have been. This is coming from me talking about that experience and why it's hurt me in the long run. In past relationships of mine, I never had difficulty making a connection. It was really easy for me to get the guy. I just had trouble keeping the guy. Things would start off really good. The first few months would go super smooth. Whoever I was speaking to at that time was obsessed with me for the first few months, as they should be. But then at one point or another, things would go downhill and they would start to distance themselves from me. They would show interest in other people. They would stop texting me. They would stop asking to hang out. They would get busy. Their attitude would change towards me. But at that point, I was attached to them and the relationship. So I wouldn't just get the hint that they didn't want to be with me anymore and move on. You know, in the back of my head, I knew they didn't really like me anymore, but I just disregarded it. And I told myself, there's something that I'm doing or not doing that's pushing them away. So I have to hold on tighter. I need to work harder for their attention, for their love. I'm going to make this work, whether that means begging for them, doing anything they need. I'm going to prove to them that I'm worth it and that I want this relationship to work. I'm going to make it work. That's what my thought process was. The difference between who I was when these guys met me and who I was when the relationship started to fall apart was in the beginning, I was a magnet. I was attracting these people. I was showing only my best characteristics. I was displaying confidence, charisma, I was having a good time. I was going with the flow. I was cracking jokes. I was being flirtatious and sexy. And I also was dating around. 
I was a hot commodity and I made sure that these guys knew like you are not my number one. I have options. I am the bachelorette of my life. So you better figure it out. You better be obsessed with me or someone else will be. But then once they finally had me and I got attached to them, I started to lose sight of who I was and my value. And I forgot how many people out there would be so fucking lucky and grateful and over the moon happy to have me. I started to prioritize them. I made them my everything. As Taylor Swift once said, I made you my temple, my mural, my sky. (laughs) I became so attached to whoever I was in a relationship with that I forgot there's a whole fucking universe out there. That sure, it'd be nice to be with this person, but it's not the end of the world if it doesn't work out with them. It's not the end of the world if they don't want me. I went from attracting these people to repelling them because when they first met me, I knew how amazing I was. I knew that it would be nice to have them, but I didn't need them. And then somewhere down the line, I forgot all of that, literally went right out the window and I made it so obvious to these people that I'm actually nothing without you and uh, you can't leave me. If you leave me, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm lost without you. You can't leave me. And that's a huge burden for anyone to carry. It's nice to be wanted, but to be needed so badly that someone can't function without you, that is way too much pressure. It's also just not attractive. Like, why are you putting all of your faith into another person? Why do you trust and love someone way more than you love yourself? People can see right through that. People can see when you don't value yourself or respect yourself. And when they see that, they think, okay, well, if you don't like yourself, why should I like you? If you have no self-respect, why am I going to respect you? Now a word from our sponsor, Green Chef. Right now, I'm doing a 30-day globe challenge where I'm prioritizing eating at home Monday through Friday. Eating at home can sometimes get boring and repetitive, which I don't like because when I get bored of food, I end up just wanting to go out and order food. But that's why I love Green Chef and I love HelloFresh. I have always loved HelloFresh, but now Green Chef is owned by HelloFresh, so I've been trying out both and loving both. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating clean. They offer chef-crafted, nutritionist-approved recipes featuring fresh ingredients with nothing artificial. They have everything from lean protein, certified organic fruits and vegetables, and plenty of whole grain options. Green Chef delivers everything you need to make your meals right to your doorstep. In your Green Chef kit, you'll be given step-by-step recipes, all your ingredients, as well as pre-measured sauces, spices, and dressings. Like I said, I don't like when meals get repetitive or boring, and with Green Chef, that's never the case. You can satisfy your cravings with adventurous eats made nutritious. I used to dread cooking, but making dinner at home has become part of my routine and one of my favorite parts of the day. My boyfriend and I throw some music on and we cook together and it's just such a good time. Some of our favorite Green Chef meals are the turkey with cranberry bacon pan sauce, the pesto chicken chop salad, and the creamy chicken alfredo. For Green Chef's best deal of the year, get $250 off with code TNTC250 at greenchef.com slash TNTC250. That's $250 off with the code TNTC250 at greenchef.com slash TNTC250. Thank you, Green Chef, for sponsoring today's episode. These guys would make it so abundantly clear that they did not care about me or relationship working. 
And I would just beg for them to change their mind or do the opposite of what they were doing because in my head, there was only one outcome, us working out. There wasn't even a thought in my head like, okay, they don't want to be with me. So what are my next steps to leaving the relationship and healing from it and moving on? I couldn't picture my life without that person. I couldn't imagine myself being alone. I couldn't imagine myself dating someone else. I couldn't imagine myself being happy without them. So when they would say, I don't want to be with you. I don't want to date you anymore. I would blow up their phone and be like, please, I will do anything. I'll change. I'll stop talking to other guys. I'll stop going out. I'll wear whatever you want me to wear. I'll do literally anything you ask. I love you so much. When these guys would say, I don't want to post you on Instagram or I don't want you to post me on Instagram, I would beg them and be like, please, if you love me, please post me. If you're proud of me, please post me. When these guys would cheat on me and literally see other women, I wasn't walking away being like, ugh, you're disgusting. That's so disrespectful. That's so hurtful. I was saying, why am I not good enough? What can I change? What can I do to make you like me more? What can I do to make you want to be with just me? And I would do the same thing in friendships. Friends of mine would go out of their way to show me that they did not want to be my friend anymore, whether it was just not texting me back, not inviting me to plans, talking badly about me, just doing literally anything that a friend wouldn't do to you. They would distance themselves from me. And instead of thinking, okay, this person probably isn't good for me. They don't respect me. They don't care enough about me to treat me good or even just consider my feelings. Maybe, just maybe, I should stop reaching out. Stop trying to make the friendship work. Nope. Instead of doing that, I thought, let me just try harder. Let me show them that I care about this friendship, that I love them, that I want to be their friend. There's no way that they'll see that and not want to be my friend. Because in my head... If someone was trying that hard to be in my life, that would mean they really cared about me and loved me, which is what I wanted. So instead of getting the message of they don't want to be my friend, stop pursuing them, the message I got is double down, be more annoying, be more involved, and make the friendship work. The amount of conversations I've had with my ex-friends is embarrassing. The amount of text conversations that we've had to have for me to get over it and move on and realize that we weren't going to be friends is just so bad. Every few months, I would send a text and be like, do you not like me? Do you not want to be friends? Why don't you invite me to things? Why did you unshare your location? Why did you and -and so-and-so hang out without me? Why don't you text me anymore? Like how many times does someone have to screw you over to realize they do not care about you? I really thought, you know, if I just text them one more time, even though I've already texted them like 15 times saying, hey, it really hurts my feelings when you don't reply to me, but I see you on social media ignoring me. It really hurts my feelings when I check your locations and I see all of you hanging out without me. It really hurts my feelings that my friend is making me feel like we're not actually friends. I thought doing that was going to awaken their mind. They were going to change their mind about me, change their behavior, but no. How many times do you have to have that conversation before you realize nothing's going to change? 
If you relate to this, if this is you, I want you to know that I'm not saying that caring about these people, you loving them, you respecting them, you wanting to give them your everything is a bad thing. I'm not saying that how they're treating you or mistreating you is right because it's not. But you begging for them to treat you the way you want to be treated isn't going to change how they treat you. And you sticking around and begging and just throwing yourself at them is just making the situation worse. We are constantly teaching people how to treat us. So when you stick around when someone disrespects you, when you allow people time after time to hurt you, you're not only telling them but showing them that I care more about you and keeping you as my friend or my partner than I care about my well-being, than I care about my mental health, my emotional health. I would rather hurt and be with you than be happy and be without you. Now a word from our sponsor, Dipsy. As the colder months approach, some of us may be feeling a little down in the dumps. Every year this happens when it gets cold, it gets dark, and I just don't want to leave my bed. And if I'm not leaving my bed, I want to at least enjoy my time in bed, uplift myself a little bit, which is why I love Dipsy. Dipsy is an app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio stories designed by women for women. They bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscapes and realistic characters, discover stories about second chance romances, adventurous vacation flings, and hot and heavy hookups. Listen, I'm all for listening to a little sexy story in bed. It's me time, you know? A girl's gotta do what a girl's gotta do. But I also sometimes just want to relax, and lucky for me, Dipsy also has sleep stories and wellness sessions. New content's released every week, so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again, you can always find something new to explore. If you're looking for something to take your mind off the winter blues, check out Dipsy. For listeners of the show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com TNTC. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipseastories.com TNTC. dipsystories.com TNTC. Thank you, Dipsy, for sponsoring today's episode. I know that I did not deserve the way my ex-friends or ex-partners treated me, but I do sometimes wonder if I had just taken a step back, realized my worth, set better boundaries, and didn't allow these people to treat me the way they did, and walked away even just one time, put my foot down even just once, even if I was bluffing. I wonder if I did that, if it would have made them realize what they were doing was wrong and that I deserved better. That I wasn't going to allow the disrespect. So they had to do better. They had to treat me better. I wonder if I just distanced myself and allowed things to unfold the way they were supposed to rather than trying to control the narrative and force them to treat me a certain way. I wonder if things would have worked out better. Because when you force things... That's when friction happens. That's when pushback happens, especially in friendships and relationships. People are always going to do what they want to do. And when you start demanding things and trying to force things, even if they're warranted, like you wanting your boyfriend to treat you with respect, yeah, they should do that. It's not crazy for you to expect that. But if they've made up their mind that they don't want to work and be better, they won't. If they don't want to treat you good and you kind of back them into a corner and force them to do something, that's going to make them not want to do it even more. Not saying that you shouldn't advocate for yourself. You should. You should speak up and say, I want you to treat me better. But if they don't, that's when you walk away. You say, bye, I'm going to go find someone else that could treat me way better than you. And the act of you walking away 
might be enough for them to be like, hold up, run it back. I'm actually going to treat you the way you deserve. But when you say, please treat me better, please be a good boyfriend, please love me, and then you do nothing to enforce that, they're going to be like, no, I don't want to, so I'm not going to, and you're not going to do anything about it. I'm going to continue treating you like garbage, like garbanzo beans. Forcing things, begging for people, and just being so obviously desperate for that connection may harm the connection more than you think it will. I saw a TikTok that painted this picture really well, very easily. And in the video, this girl said, desperation is like someone that smells really bad of B.O. Pretend someone who's really stinky is following you around. Wherever you go, they follow you. Wherever you sit down, they sit right next to you. They're obsessed with the idea of being around you. To you, it doesn't matter how great of a person they are, if they have a great connection, great conversation, if they can offer you something that you really want. It doesn't matter because every time they get close to you, they reek. And you can't focus on anything else but how badly they smell. It makes you repel from them. That is exactly what desperation does. You could be so amazing and have so much to offer. But if you're constantly nagging, begging, pleading for someone to give you something that they don't want to give you, every time you open your mouth, every time you send a text, every time you make your presence known, they're going to distance themselves from you. Because to them, just like the person with B.O., you freaking stink. I would say that desperation doesn't even come from a place of thinking that this person or thing you're being desperate for is the best thing in the world because obviously that's not true. It's not that this person or thing is going to solve all your problems. Desperation comes from a lack within yourself. And instead of fixing that and really getting to the root cause, aka the fact that you don't like yourself or respect yourself or love yourself enough to do what's right for you, you rely on someone or something to solve your problems. My issue in the past was I was terrified of being alone because I was so uncomfortable with my own company. I hated going home alone. I hated falling asleep alone. I hated the silence. I always needed a distraction. I needed someone to rely on. So when I found someone to fill that void and they tried to leave me, instead of letting them leave and fixing the real problem, which was my issues with being by myself, I tried to control them and I tried to further the relationship even though that person was clearly trying to end it. I wasn't thinking what was going to be best for me long term. I wasn't thinking, you know, if I just let go of this person now and work on myself, I can develop a better relationship with me and maybe even down the road find a better partner. I wasn't thinking that because that would have meant pain for the next few months. It would have meant going home and sleeping by myself. It would have meant waking up and feeling sick to my stomach. It would have meant probably having to go to therapy and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to find a solution that would make me feel better momentarily, which was that person, even if that meant staying in a shitty relationship with someone that didn't want me. I read this article where Dr. Lynn Friedman, who is a psychologist, said, when you're desperate, you're not thinking about what's going to make you happy. You're thinking about what's going to solve your immediate problem. And that's exactly what I would do. What was best for me long-term didn't matter. My current emotions and just well-being took precedence. And yeah, it's good to do things in the present moment that make you happy and that help your mental health. 
but not if it hurts you long term. Like, let's say that Taco Bell was like, hey, girly, hey, bestie, I'll give you free tacos for the next year. But once the year ends, we're going to amputate your leg. (laughs) Obviously, free tacos is going to make you happy, so happy right now. It's going to satisfy your hunger. But if you know you're about to lose a leg for the sake of the tacos, fuck the tacos, right? Like I know that's extreme, but if you know that you can get tacos elsewhere or you could pay for your tacos or you could eat different food, why are you going to agree to get free tacos for a year if you're going to lose your leg? It's not worth it. When I would beg for my ex's attention. Sometimes it would work and things would be good for like a day or two, maybe a week, and it'd satisfy me in the moment. But if someone gave me a crystal ball and said, you might be kind of happy right now, which you aren't really anyways, but you kind of are right now, but in six months, he's gonna leave you anyways for another girl and it's gonna be gut-wrenching and you're gonna be so depressed. I would have left right then and there, or at least hopefully, because If I'm going to be miserable either way, if I'm going to be depressed either way, I might as well be depressed right now and get it over with and not prolong the pain like I was. I also think desperation comes from a lack of control when we feel people slipping away from us and we don't want that to happen. Instead of letting it go and letting it be what it is, we feel like we have to put in more effort, put in more time, beg for them, blow up their phone be there for them whenever they need, just do the most that we can do in hopes that we can change the outcome. We can change how they feel about us. Not even just people, but with anything. Whenever we feel like we're lacking control, we want to jump to action and fix it. And when there's not many things that you can do to actually fix the issue, that's when desperation sets in and you start throwing yourself at whatever it is in hopes that it'll work out. A lot of people do this when it comes to jobs and with money. When it comes to manifesting something, we want that job or we want that amount of money or we want that thing to happen right now, right this second. And instead of just waiting for it to unfold the way it's supposed to, instead of waiting for it to come to us at the right time, we try to rush it and we try to do everything in our power to make it happen. But the more we push, the more desperate we become and we actually end up pushing what we want away. For example, a lot of people want to reach a certain amount of followers on TikTok and you will hear people say, if you want to grow, you need to be posting one to three times a day, every day, you need to follow trends, etc. And then people do that, but they don't see any growth. So they think posting even more and just spamming with videos that have no value will get them growth. They think that following every single trend, even if it doesn't relate to their niche, will bring them growth. And this might work for some people, but a lot of the time when people do this, the followers that they do have see right through it. They see that this person is so desperate to grow and they're not being authentic anymore. They're not posting to create or have fun or to connect with the following they have already. Their only goal is to gain more followers. And what ends up happening is the followers they did have unfollow them. And then people who potentially would have followed them for the content they were originally creating won't follow them because when they go to their profile, they have no idea what's going on. There's a million different types of videos. They can't get an idea of who this person is and they're just not interested anymore. 
so they don't follow them. In this case, the desperate need to gain followers and have control of when those followers come actually sets you back. If you just post it organically, content that you're proud of, and you you stay true to you, people who like you, people who like your content will follow you. You might not get to your goal next month, but at least you're on the right track. Whereas if you try to force it, you're likely not going to get to that goal because you're repelling those people who would have followed you. I even think back to when I was at my old job. I was so desperate to make more money because I had bills to pay and I just was not making enough. If you've been listening to this podcast from the beginning or you follow me on TikTok, you know that I was not happy at that job and I was considering leaving for a very long time, but there was room to move up and go into a different position and make more money. And because I was so desperate for the money, I was actually considering it even though I knew that it didn't align with me and that I would have been miserable and I would have been putting social media and what I actually wanted to do on the back burner. Also at that time, I was manifesting having a social media career. I would write in my journal, I will have a social media following. I will make social media my full-time job. I will hit 100,000 followers. But realistically, I was not going to reach those goals of mine by doing the job that I was because I had no time for me to invest in social media. And because I was so desperate For money, I almost missed out on making this my full-time job. If I made the rash decision to take that job to make more money, there would be no trying not to care. I would not be where I am right now. I wouldn't have the life that I love so much right now because I would have been making a decision that would have momentarily fixed my problems but not help me and make me happy long-term. But like I was just saying, that's the whole thing about being desperate. You don't think about how decisions will affect you long term. You make very impulsive decisions that will satisfy you in the moment. Growing up, I was so desperate to be liked by others because I did have a shit reputation. A lot of people didn't like me, so I felt like I had to overcompensate and I wanted to control the narrative. I wanted to fix the way people perceive me. So I would do things like buy followers for Instagram. It's kind of embarrassing to say out loud, but I know a lot of people do this or have done this. But I would buy fake followers so people from my hometown thought I was more likable. Like, see all these other people follow me and these people like my photos, so why don't any of you? But... It actually ended up hurting me in the long run because people can see right through that. People can see when you're not being authentic. Me trying to make people like me made me even more unlikable. Also, me buying followers hurt my growth in the long run because they were all bots who don't engage in your posts. So my engagement was shit. I ended up losing followers. I had to like get rid of all the followers, like delete all of them and start from nothing. And it just all backfired on me. When we're in a state of desperation and we're acting out of that, I don't think we're necessarily thinking people are going to know the reason I'm doing X, Y, and Z is because I feel hopeless and I feel out of control. Like when I was bending over backwards for partners and friendships, I wasn't thinking this person thinks I'm desperate. This person thinks I'm needy. This person thinks I lack self-respect. I was thinking 
oh, these people are going to think that I care so much about them. They're going to think that I'm such a giving person. I'm a good friend, a good partner, that I am worth the time. When I was buying Instagram followers, I wasn't thinking people are going to know that I'm buying bots. Like, how would they know? They're not going to know. I thought they were going to see all my followers and all my likes and be like, wow, Ashley is hot. Ashley is amazing. Why did I not like Ashley? Like, how could I not like someone with that many followers and that many likes? But that's not how it works. Just like I was saying before, when you're desperate, you reek of it. You smell like B.O. It's literally seeping out of you and anyone that's around you is going to smell it and be like, yeah, I'm, I'm good. No, thanks. I know that it's uncomfortable and anxiety provoking to feel like you have no control. I know that you want to jump to action and fix whatever it is, whether it's trying to maintain a relationship, a friendship, stay on track for your timeline, make better money, live a better life. But acting out of desperation and chasing something that's not meant for you is just going to push it away. We've all heard the saying, I don't chase, I attract. But it's so freaking true. Once you let go of what's not meant for you, the easier it will be for you to align yourself with what actually works for you and you'll be able to call it in. Once you let go of that shitty relationship and focus on you, you have room and time and energy to meet someone that actually likes you and actually wants to make it work with you. Once you let go of those shitty friendships and stop begging for them to make time for you, the more time you'll have to meet people who make time for you and want to spend time with you. Once you stop forcing things to happen at a certain time and trying to follow a specific timeline, the quicker and more effortless those things will come to you. There's nothing and no one in this life that's going to complete you other than you. There's nothing that's going to fix all your problems or give you all the answers that you need to live a happy life. So there's no reason for you to feel like you absolutely need that person or that thing. There's no reason for you to feel like you can't go on and your life is ruined and you have no reason to live because it didn't work out. When there's resistance, there's a reason it's happening. More than likely that person or that job or that situation isn't meant for you. And the reason you're feeling that disconnect is because there's something out there better waiting for you. But in order to find that thing that's meant for you, you need to stop being so consumed with what's not working for you. You don't need to be desperate. You don't need to beg for anything or anyone because what's meant for you is going to feel effortless and fun and you're going to feel loved. And you won't have to give up everything for it to work. I say this all the time, but once you actually like yourself and you're secure in yourself, you won't need to seek certain things from other people. If you want attention and someone isn't giving that to you, you're not going to have to beg for it because you know that you can give yourself that attention. You won't need to ask your partner to say nice things to you because you know that you can look yourself in the mirror and say your affirmations. Not saying that you should stay with a partner that's not being nice to you, but I'm just saying there's no reason for you to beg for that. You're already getting it from yourself. The same thing goes for jobs or situations. You might really want a job. You might really want a situation to work out. But when you love yourself and you're just content with who you are, you're secure in yourself, you know that it not working out is not a make or break. It's not the end of the world. Having a better job, having more money, whatever the situation is, you know that with or without that, you're okay. You're not getting validation from it. 
So if it doesn't work out and you have no control over it not working out, there's no reason for you to sit there and beg for it. You say thank you for the opportunity, you move on and you open yourself up for the next. With all of that being said, stop being desperate because desperation is getting you nowhere but going in circles and making you look bad. What's meant for you will find you and you won't have to beg for it or bend over backwards for it. That is where I'm going to end today's episode. I feel like kind of mini today. I never really know how long the episode's going to be because I obviously cut it, but I feel like I wasn't talking for that long today. I feel like I was pretty straight to the point, which I, hopefully I, I, I hopefully you guys like that. I personally like when people are just like straight to the point, no fluff. So let me know if you like today's episode. If you did like today's episode, if you like me, if you love me, if you love Trina to care, make sure to give her a five-star review. It really does help me out and I appreciate it so much. If you're new here and you're not following my socials, make sure to follow me on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Everything is linked in the show notes as well as today's sponsors. Make sure to check those out because I love them so much and I use them myself every day. Well, not maybe not every day, but a lot. As always, thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so much. Also, there is not going to be an episode next week. If you're listening to this, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to announce that on Instagram. I don't even know the last time that I didn't record or post an episode on Monday. So that's crazy, but no episode. Just taking a little break for the holidays. But yeah, I will talk to you two weeks from now. I love you, besties, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.